0: Hey guys, welcome back to Hustle to Happiness. I am your host, Deidre Weaver, and I'm so excited for you to be here with us again. You know we've been talking all about goals, all about vision, and really putting that into action. So today we're going to take that to the next level because I know I'm very much a planning mindset. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't, but either way, I hope this podcast will help you in setting those goals and making action steps to chase them down. Because a lot of times I can say, you know, I want to save $10,000 for X, Y, and Z, or I want to pay off $10,000 worth of debt or whatever your goal looks like, but sometimes Getting from point A to point B to that end goal can be so overwhelming because think of how long that's going to take, how much time's going to be there, how much life is going to happen in the process. It can be very overwhelming to be like, oh yeah, I want $10,000 for, but, but what does it actually take to get there? What does that look like on the road to reaching that goal. So that's really what today's podcast is going to be about. I want to take whatever goals you have set and put them into action steps to move you forward in reaching that. I really want you to, instead of looking at the end goal, I want you to break it down into little bitty things because that right there's what's going to make the difference. When you have smaller, easier to reach action steps, it's going to be much easier to take that step to make that happen. Because you're not thinking in goal, oh my gosh, that's not possible for me because I'm not there yet. Instead, it's like, okay, it's just this little bitty baby step I can totally take. So let's get started. Lean in, sit down, think about your goal in this process. As always, please share this with your friends. Take a screenshot right now, put it in your stories, tag me, all the sharing, all the love. That's truly what what lights up my soul, knowing that I spoke to someone, knowing that the words that I shared, the journey that I've gone through can help somebody else. So go spread the word. Anyways, let's get into this now. So what I want you to do is think about that one goal that you have set and where you want to be. And now we really have to break that down to think about what it's going to take to get there. And we have to remember it's one step at a time. So when you feel like you're overwhelmed, just sit back and say, okay, what's the smallest step I can do right now? Let's say if you're like me, I have a family of five. I love to travel. I love going on adventures. So let's say that I want to plan. Like one of my big goals is a yearly family vacation that could look so many different things It can look way different for, but my goal right now is a family vacation to the mountains. So what does it take? It first takes a little bit of research. What? is that angle? What does it envision? How much is it going to cost? What's it going to look like? When am I going to go? So I went to Airbnb and I looked up Tennessee cabins, a um, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge area, and I want it to be nice outside. So what about early spring before summer really hits? So for a family of five in May in Tennessee, I was finding cabins five nights um, between 700 and and $1,000. So Let's say on the high end, because I'd rather have too much money than not enough money. On the high end, it'll be $1,000 to stay. And then let's say I'm going to make all my food at the cabin. So $150 for the five days that we're there, because I know I can do that on a normal week, let alone on vacation. But then I also want extra spending money, gas on the way down there, some money in case of an emergency. So on the low end, we will have $1,200 that we have to save. But on the high end $3,000 and that will get me all the bells and whistles if I want to take my kids to amusement park, you know, all that stuff. I have all that. And I know what the vision looks like. I know what the cabin looks like. I know the things we can do in the area. I know when we're going to go do that. I know the timeline. I know that goal. I can see it. I can smell it. I can hear it. I am excited for it. I know how excited my kids are going to be when they're looking out on that balcony and they see the mountains in the background. I know how much fun they're going to have when we're hiking in the national park. Oh my gosh, all the feels. Okay, all the feels. I don't want to get emotional here. We're just goal setting, but it's so real. Um, so I'll look at my timeline from today until right before we leave. That's about 23 weeks. So if I break down those expenses, the $1,200 um, by 53 weeks. Er, okay, so we're going to look at this timeline from today until right before we have to go is about 23 weeks. So if I take those numbers that I have figured Let's look at the low end, $1,200, and I divide that by 23. That means I have to come up with $53 a week in order to save up by the time that that vacation rolls around and I'll have it all. Or let's look at the high end. If I want to save $3,000 for vacation and I break that down by 23 weeks, that means I have to come up with $130 a week in order to make that happen. Sometimes that can be overwhelming. How do you just pull $130 out of your behind for a vacation. Like where does that even come from? Sometimes it's a struggle even paying the bills, right? So that's where we just have to sit and ask ourselves how. What are some different things that we could do to make that happen? Does it mean working overtime? Does it mean going through all your old clothes and selling them on Facebook? Does it mean picking up some Friday, Saturday evening babysitting shifts? Like maybe if you just posted on Facebook, hey, I'd love to watch your kids Friday, Saturday night, go out on a date night, and you charge so much a kid, well, guess what? You are going to be able to help somebody else and then earn some money on the side whatever that looks like for you. Maybe you like to spend money. So you could look at it from that aspect. What can you cut back on spending in order to come up with an extra $53 a week? Are you going out to eat every morning, every lunch, every evening? I know for me, going out to eat just once as a family of five, well, there's $53 right there. So if I stop eating out, which we don't do that weekly, but if I stop eating out, there's $53 that I can come up with. Um, Maybe you're like me and you do have a side hustle or you are an entrepreneur. You can kind of be flexible with your income. What is that going to look like? What do you have to do in your business in order to get paid your commissions of the $53 or the $130? What does that look like? How are you going to set those baby steps? And then in order to make that money, what does that mean on the work end? How many messages are you sending? How many people are you reaching out? How much advertising are you doing? What kind of marketing are you putting out there? Those are all so crucial in getting to the end game because... It really is, if they see it, then that's what interests them. And if you are not putting anything out there, nobody knows what's available. So there's so many different action steps you can take, but really having the baseline and the bare minimums will help you build on those action steps. So that's how you can create a family vacation that you've always dreamed of. It really just comes down to breaking it down, setting that vision and then seeing, okay, each week, what is it going to take from me? How can I come up with an extra $53? Maybe that means working overtime. Maybe that means selling stuff that you don't use anymore. Maybe it means babysitting. Are you willing to do what it takes to reach that goal? Let's say you have a debt, um, maybe a $300 a month that you wanna earn to pay for your car payment. What is that gonna look like? If you break that down by four weeks in a month, that's $75 a week. So. For my business, I could help two people a week and I would cover that $300 debt. It's just kind of like looking at it like that. Instead of the whole end goal, I have to earn $3,000. It's just breaking it down into smaller steps week by week, a day at a time. Let's say your goal is to be healthier. You want to get to a point where you're working out daily or at least five days a week. How do you start that process? Maybe that means starting by waking up earlier. Maybe that means by starting with one workout a week. Maybe that means starting just moving your body five minutes a day and then working up into that. You got to look at your end goals. So for example, maybe your end goal is to run a triathlon. What is your training going to look like? How can you reverse engineer those goals to make sure that When that race comes along, you are physically fit and you, you know, you can bike, you know, you can swim, you know, you can run everything that is expected of you because you put in the time and effort. What does that look like now compared to maybe six months from now when you're going to be finishing that race? I don't know, but this is really a chance for you to sit in this and think reverse engineer that. And if you need help with reverse engineering, you're always welcome to reach out to me. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help. And hopefully this is helpful I think a lot of the times what we do when we're looking at the end goal, the big, you know, family vacation, we just think of, "Oh my gosh, it's going to cost so much money," and we let it overwhelm us. "Oh my gosh, paying off that debt is going to be so exhausting," and so we let it overwhelm us. Instead of saying like, "Okay, if I could have 5 no-spend days a week, well, then I'm going to save all that money." Or if I just say, "If I set aside $10 a week, in an envelope, then eventually look at how much money I'm going to have. It's those baby steps that really make the biggest difference. And when you can set your goals and work your way backwards to make it happen, that's when it's gonna be the easiest. Over time, as we're looking at that big end goal, we tend to overcomplicate things. We let fear in our own limiting beliefs in. And instead of saying I can, instead of saying I could take that baby step, we say, oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to make it to that. And you'll try doing a million learning things. You know, are you ever that person who just wants to soak in all the knowledge, but don't actually put action behind it? That's because we're letting fear take over. Action is truly what matters. There is nothing to be learned into how to reach your goal. You know what it takes to make that happen. Sure, if it's something big, something that you've never done before, that there is a learning curve to it. But at the end of the day, let's say you want to go be in a bodybuilding competition. Well, you know, in order to get there from point A, no matter who you are, I don't care who you are, to get there from right now where you are, you're gonna have to eat better. You're gonna have to work out more, and you're gonna have to train, you're gonna have to pose. So too many times we're like, oh my gosh, this is where I'm at. I'm never going to get to that versus just saying, okay, well, if I just start eating healthier today, then eventually I'm going to get there. Putting action into your goals is the thing that will make the biggest difference. So in my business, we have different benchmarks. We have different ranks. And one of the big ranks, um, well, the first rank that really helps you kickstart your business um, helps you get into that leadership role is diamond. And I see all the time coaches who are like, yes, I want diamond. I want diamond. And they make this a big, huge, crazy, scary goal as if it's the end game when it's only the beginning and it captivates them in fear. They overcomplicate it. They make sure they're doing a million other things versus doing the simple basic, step-by-step daily actions that they need to make it happen. You see, in our business, Diamond is one of the easiest things to do. It literally takes 10 people. 10 people who want to be happy and healthy. And I'm sure, even if you're not in my business, you know 10 people who want to be happier and healthier. But a lot of the time, we overcomplicate it. And we tell ourselves we're not enough. That limiting belief sneaks in. However, if we just put our nose to the ground and did our daily action steps, and we helped two people, two people a week, that's it. Then not only are you going to be... Reaching for those financial goals, but you're going to be working towards that rank. Event. You'll be there in a month. And if the girls that you're helping, you just reach out to them and say, "Hey, do you have a mom, a best friend, or a sister who would want to do this with you? Let's get all together and let's work through this together." Guess what? You're going to hit that goal, just like that. And that thing that you thought was so scary and so complicated, and you didn't think you were worthy of, it's happened. Organically, naturally because you put your nose to the ground, you put your blinders on, you quit comparing yourself to everyone around you and you did what you had to do. You came and you showed up. So it's just like any financial goal. It's a lot of the time we can get caught up in keeping up with the Joneses. We spend money because we think it's going to bless us. We spend money to fulfill our emotional eating habits. We spend money to fill our uh, habit of needing to have this clothes to feel better, have the the nicest car to look like we have it all. You know, p- really painting that picture of everything's fine because look, we have the the material things to prove that versus saying, I don't care what anybody else thinks of me. This family vacation is a goal of mine and I'm willing to eat peanut butter and jelly to make this happen for my family. And it really comes down to that. You have to look at your goals. Are you willing to eat peanut butter and jelly to make it happen? And if the answer is yes, good. Take action. Go chase it. And if the answer is no, it's really time to sit in those limiting beliefs that you have trapped around these goals, this vision, what you want to accomplish, what is the thing that's holding you back? If it's just not having a plan, well, good. You have the tools right now with this podcast. But if it's something more, I encourage you to sit in it and feel it and understand the thought process, understand the thing that is keeping you from reaching that goal, keeping you from taking the first action step to make it happen. Stop looking at the end goal and thinking you have to be there tomorrow. It takes time. It takes time and hard work. And I know if you put it in, you will get the results. But I want to remind you that it's possible. I want to remind you that you can do this. I want to remind you that you are worthy of your happiness in the dreams that you have. Stop telling yourself you're not. Okay. Until next time, that's what I have. Hopefully this was super, super helpful. If it was, please, again, give me some love. Share on your social media. Encourage others to listen to this. And as always, join me next time for another amazing podcast.